0: Uh, welcome to Real Talk Podcast episode 122. Still searching for your thing, aren't you? Yeah. It's an emotional soul search. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing going on up there.
0: you want to talk about d and today?
1: Yeah, we can do.
0: Yeah, let's I talk mean, about D&D. It, All right, go. Is
1: there anything like
0: massive? That's nah, not out really. Today? No. Uh, a few bits of news here and there. Yeah. Nothing. I don't like. I don't. Not without diving back into the realms of Marvel. Balls uh, deep for. <laughs> I think we can give Marvel a bit of a
1: break for.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can tell you what the news is. The news is that Will Poulter has been announced as uh, Adam Warlock for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Oh. okay. But like, we knew. Anybody who knows anybody knew that Adam Warlock was going to be in Guardians. Oh 3. yeah, like they teased it. They teased it at the, it end, Guardians of, at the end of Guardians too. So it's like it was yeah. always going to be in Guardians three. So yeah. it's not like it's a massive news. It's just interesting that they've picked a Brit, yeah, to play Adam Warlock. Look, he can do an American accent. He did a good job in Maze Runner. I liked the movies. I liked his character. Yeah, I thought um, it was pretty cool. He was good at being the irritating little shit in Voyage of the Dawn Shredder. Chronicles
1: Wait. of Narnia. Oh, shit. He was in that movie, too. Yeah, he was the he
0: was the annoying cousin. <laughs> oh, uh, Eustace. Eustace Scrub. Eustace Scrub. Yeah. Um, Eustace Scrub what? <laughs> did you
1: just give yourself a I Nisla? I did part? give myself a Nisla. Well done. Well done. It takes a real man to give to himself... his own joke. To laugh at his own joke. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, like I'm... shaking your own hand.
0: <laughs> Good job. Go me. Um,
1: yeah. Uh... That is that that is actually a really interesting piece. That is a really interesting piece of news. But uh, yeah, let's talk about D and D today. Cool D and D D and D. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> well, it's just that we, we we
0: play a lot of D and D. We'll be playing more D and D going forward. There is something coming to the channel. There At is some point it is coming to the channel. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what it is because I don't actually know how I'm going to do it yet. And don't hold your breath if it's coming soon, because we got a lot of shit. We got do. a lot of shit on. We came in a lockdown today. Yes. That's exciting. Um, so, it's day two of being allowed outside of the house. Yeah. And I uh, already fucking hate it there. And it's raining. And it's raining, yeah. <laughs> it's so, raining here. It was like, oh, you're allowed to go outside. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's going to rain for the next five days. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, fuck me. Y- right? yay! It's perfect weather for staying inside and uh, playing D anD D, though. So. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that, you know, good. that was
1: actually really good. Pulling it back. <laughs> really good pull it back. Um, yeah, um, no. D anD D. We said we talked about it on the last podcast, well, we, and we yeah. kind of it, within
0: the the sort of the, the the theme of gatekeeping from last week. It's, yeah, it's nice to have a theme every week. To be honest, it we is. Should, nice. We should aim to actually have some structure every now and then. Not <laughs> all the time. Structure on this show. <laughs> yeah, we tried structure. But <laughs> okay, we tried to overstructure it tr- at the beginning. We tried to overstructure it.
1: Um, and that's where we kind of. And even now, as we speak, we are. We are still not. We steering <laughs> off the <cut. laughs> All right, let's talk about D&D. But um, yeah, we, we talked about D&D on the last podcast, and it was really fun to talk about it. Um and yeah, let's
0: let's continue talking about it today. Well, more more specifically, because obviously we've talked about uh D and D and like playing D and D and character creation and stuff on the podcast before. I wanted to talk to you about uh DMing a little bit more because it's t- it's it's actually like it's a really intimidating thing to be asked to do. Yes, it is. Um, I got sort of thrown in the deep end. Um when we first started playing mm-hmm. uh based entirely off the fact that, that i had listened to some D podcasts yes. i kind of knew what i was doing yes um but it god it god is it different oh man <laughs> so different from listening to people like yeah. i know you've really just started to get into like D podcasts and listening to other people play and like, yeah. all that stuff and it does help like oh. hey, there are some there's immense amount of help. Yes. And obviously since then I've started listening to Adventure Academy where uh, Brendan Lee Mulligan who's obviously a long time D&D fan has like talked about what it's like to DM for people mm. and like the different things you have to you know deal with and like what you should include and what you shouldn't include and like learning to just deal with the fact that you are probably going to do four hours of work for it to get fucking ignored for like exactly five sessions
1: i think one of the big things about dming that i have found is that it does push you out of your comfort zone and it also depends on the kind of person that you are if you're a person who if you want to dm because you think you'll be in control you're not going to like dming because you have you have control but you have also no control. Um, I am. I have kind of found my groove as a DM. When I when I do DM, I like to let the players explore. Yeah. And I'm a very big advocate of letting them describe what they're doing, um, even if it's just exploring the town or talking to somebody. Um, I, I just like it when they, if they describe what they're doing, that means that they can get into it. Really. Yeah, if
0: they... That's the thing. So there's... Um, I was actually going to get into this a bit later, but now that you've brought it up, we'll do it now. Um, <laughs> Sorry. The, no, no. I like it. fine. Lack of structure. It's great. <laughs> um, no, so there is a, a thing, and I know some DMs don't like to do it. And in fairness, I think Brennan does it as well. It's something I don't like doing. It is describing players' kills for them. Ah... I like so if they roll for an attack and they go, I'm gonna stab him or something and they, they roll and then like they kill the they kill the goblin or whatever. Yeah. I like to go, okay, how did, how did it happen? Yes. How how did you kill them? Because yeah. if they can ha it's it's mass delusion is really what D and D is. It is it is a shared delusion. Oh yeah. It's like a shared imagination. Yeah. So it's like what you see your character doing in your head in your head movie mm. is what you are going to describe. So like you don't want somebody else to describe what you were doing because that's not what you were doing. Yeah. You really want So letting players describe more of their actions as long as it's successful or not. I find that what you should do right, or that what well, should, obviously, it's really up to you. Yeah. The way I do it is Get players to describe their action on a successful roll, yeah, and you describe a unsuccessful roll, yeah. So they tell you, so that if it's like, I'm gonna climb a tree, yes, you know, and you go, You're gonna just climb the tree normally, like it's all good, and they go, Yeah, and you go, Okay, roll, and they go, You know, it's like a, you say it's a 10 difficulty, they get like a 15, yeah, and you go, Okay, how'd you climb the tree, yeah. But like, I,
1: yeah, actually, you know, <laughs> and then
0: and then they can go, you know, I was like, I leap up the tree like like, like Nathan Drake, like looking like a squirrel. Yeah. You know, okay. Like, cool. You you did whatever. They roll a nine. Oh yeah. And you go, okay. Well, as the DM, you've got to describe. They they know what they're gonna try and do. Yeah. You then get to describe the failure. Yes. Because that that is funnier for the table. Because yes. like naturally, as a player, you are going to try and save someone. Of your some of your character's dignity. Yes, you don't have that problem as a deer. No, you don't. No. So you get to do things like uh you stroll up to the tree looking very confident. You uh, you you start off quite good. You get like three four steps up and you start looking like you get overconfident. And then you put your leg down. The branch snaps. You fall out of the tree. <laughs> like shit, like that.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: You know, it's 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 shit like that. Like that is that's how I like to to run games. It's like yes. okay. I'm going to tell you how you sucked. Yeah. <laughs> but if you fail, you get to tell me how good it looked. Yes, because then you don't get to like ruin it, the- and then you are sort of sharing an experience to yeah. some level. But there are, but that leads me to like the two things. As like one thing, really, is that there are two things you need to DM. Yeah, yeah. a fuckload of patience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a
0: really quick amount of creativity. <laughs> oh yes, because I guarantee you, you are going to be derailed. Yes, absolutely. Almost immediately. Yes, because short of railroading your party, which yeah. some people do, and sometimes it is sort of required. Yeah. To sort of bring focus to it, especially if you're like you've spent like a, a session and a half fucking around essentially yes and they're like but not so much if they if they go off into like the wilderness and you can throw encounters at them and then you can have a random encounter that points them in the right direction or yeah. something like that's fine it's um when like i'm currently writing a quest for you and some of your friends yeah i'm not gonna spoil it but like i'm gonna it's gonna start off in like a city yeah now, the issue with starting things off in a city is nothing happens in cities, essentially. There's a few, like, muggings and shit like that like, in, yeah. in a, within the a D&D world. It's just a big city. Yeah, pretty it's just much. A, it's just a different environment that we as players and a DM haven't really explored. Like, yeah. Obviously, that happened before, but we haven't really yeah. got to explore that yet. Yeah. Um, the issue with that is that if you go the wrong direction, ah. you're just decking around in the city. Yes. So if you spend three hours decking around in the city... I'm going to have to gently sort of railroad you a little bit. Yeah. You know, which is fine. Yeah. But they could realistically, if, because within the realms of story writing, railroading is necessary. Yeah. But when it's like, oh, you're in a town and there are, you know, there's a band of orcs in the forest and you, you've written your notes, uh, Northwest. Yes. And like a bunch of people have been like, Northwest, Northwest, blah, 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 blah. Yep. And then the, they, go, they go, I'm going south. <laughs> and you go, you absolute <laughs> bunch of cunts. But the thing is, right? Yeah. It is, from a, from a writing perspective, right? <laughs> it is as simple as, yeah, you got lost. Yeah, You got lost, ended up going completely the wrong fucking direction to where you intended, and you've ended up in the Northwest Orc Camp. Yes. Um, And And that is required for story building. But, like,
1: you could, as a DM, you could drop so many hints on, like, what's happening, where to go, clues, and all this kind of stuff, or you could be really blatant about it. Yeah, They still won't pick up, or they just won't believe you, because... A lot of people who ask like who ask like us and I've had people ask me is like so are you playing against the DM? No. You're not playing against him at all deliberately. Time. Deliberately. <laughs> but 9 times out of 10 it's really hard to trust the DM. Like if the DM tells you a certain thing as a player, you're almost like, do you know what the what's best way that to
0: describe what being the DM is like? Yeah. You are the narrator. Yeah. George of the Jungle
1: yes yes exactly Who's
0: just like he goes south no i don't he goes no, south no, no I, I don't go south and then he just no. he's there yeah.
1: <laughs> yes he does no i don't yes, yes he, he does. does no i don't yes he and then he just appears yeah <laughs> he just appears in like a cave or something it's like god damn it <laughs> um but like but again and you you mentioned like Uh, patience and creativity in dming and that's actually a really good thing to uh to note like to not notice to um to to touch on is that say for example you are in a big city one if they decide to just explore the big city which players are more than like, more than allowed to do that. They are more than allowed to. Encouraged. To, they are encouraged to explore. But if you haven't written down, you're not. But also, as a DM, you're not expected to write down everything no, no. that goes on in that city. But also, if they decide to go venture further into the town, you know, as the DM, you kind of think to yourself, okay, well, they're going further into the town. Ta- they're going further into the city. What's in this city? Are there yeah. town? Ta- like, are, are there stalls? Are there. Like you you could make up crim like criminals and all that kind of stuff. I'm Bandits like, and shit.
0: My my tip for writing things uh for DM the way I write stuff anyway, yeah. every, everyone's going to have their own things is um dot point your story. Yes. Like have have know what your story outline is if you want to write a full story. Usually I do write a full story with some paragraphs in there with like stuff I want. Have your characters. Yeah. With the information that they need. Like yeah. just dot point it have a list of encounters that can happen whenever just a random list of encounters yeah just so you're not you're not thinking of shit on the fly you've just got in your notebook you just open it you just get to go that one makes sense so that can be it yeah and that's just so that you know when they are exploring if they're not following your story yeah doesn't ruin it because the thing is right you can write the best story you've ever written yeah. Right. If they don't follow it and they're not doing that story, that doesn't mean the game is ruined. No, God you're no. just because if they do something that ruins your story. Yeah. You can't do it. Yeah. And you're DMing on the fly. Yeah. As long as your players are having fun.
1: Oh, 100%. it should
0: it shouldn't it shouldn't matter. No, God no. And that—that's the thing. I think a lot of people sort of think they—they're they're told that the DM has a level of, level of control, but you don't. No, you don't. You don't. Because the thing is, right? If it was—if it was the DM versus the player, yeah. Right. Well, within the realms of the universe, the DM is an omnipotent being. Yeah. So if it was the DM versus the player, you're dead. Yeah. Why? Uh, lightning strikes you. You die. You, yeah. take, you take five thousand points of damage.
1: Yes. And, like, you will have players that will try to fudge the dice roll or that will try to, you know, go against, like, the DM. But at the end of the day, and this is something that I have struggled with, is that constantly saying yes to shit, mainly for the betterment of the game.
0: You are allowed to say no, in my opinion, you are allowed to say no exclusively when or if you think that what they are trying to do is also going to ruin the game for the other players. Yeah. But also, if it's if it's generally game-breaking... Yeah. ...then you are obliged to say no. Because not being able to be a god... Yeah. ...is sort of what makes it fun. The fact that there is the risk of your character's death... Yes. ...is yes. important. Th- that is one of the most like, important things. Which is why, I actually, I actively encourage if you are DMing first-time players, something I wish I'd done at the beginning. Well, actually, you did it for me. Um, sort of, almost. Um, put in an encounter that they are designed to lose. Oh, You smashed open a wall and tried to drown everyone. Um, <laughs> which is great. Great stuff. I remember that. Um, I actively encourage at some point in the first or second session yeah, uh, to put them up against a character yep. or a monster... that they lose. Because you remember, right? You can have situations in D&D as the DM where characters are rendered unconscious Mm. but don't die. Yeah. So if everyone is unconscious in the party, you're unconscious. Yeah. You wake up, I think, 8 to 12 hours later with low health and all that shit. Yeah, but you don't necessarily have to kill your characters. You know, if they die in combat, but that's just a risk you're going to have to take. Exactly. But the thing is, right? If you have, you know, your character's level, yeah, you should know what their armor class is. You should know what their health stats are. Yeah. So it's not outside of the realms of possibility that you could find a monster that would just outclass them. Yeah. Really hard to hit. Mm. Doesn't do too much damage. Yes. Orcs are a good one. Orcs are a really good especially one, especially for level one characters. Yeah, because they have like a seventeen armor class. Yeah, but their attacks are still like one d six, one d eight. Like they're not ridiculous amounts of damage. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the D and D rule is if a attack does more than double your your hit points, mm. then you instantly die. Yeah, <laughs> yes. not, not not great news. No, uh, if you're you, so don't you know don't put an ancient white dragon up against your party of level one players Uh, they'll die i have always
1: also found especially with like um people who are just starting out and like low level characters like level one level two um a lot like goblins for example goblins only have like a hp or hit points for people who are getting into it of seven and like and i think it's uh, an armor class like 10 or 12 like 10 or 12 they're easy to hit. They're, they're, easy, to they're die. easy to hit. Like they're they're oh, they're kind of difficult to hit, but they're very easy to kill. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um. You put in like a whole camp. Like your your adventurers stumble across a camp, like a, a troop of, of. Well, that's goblins. the other
0: thing. Yeah, you do the the sort of old school zombie thing, which is like one or two is fine. Yeah. Twenty is not.
1: Twenty is is not okay because zombies have. A very low HP. Like have a very low hit.
0: Zombies, I think, have the lowest HP. Yes. Or maybe
1: skeletons. I think it's maybe... Ske- I remember... Uh, skeletons are pretty low. I think they only have like... Eight, maybe? Maybe eight. But they have... Like, normal it's next to no um, armor class. But that's
0: the other thing, right? You are well within your rights to restat characters. Yes. The, the Dungeons and Dragons rules are Dungeons and Dragons suggestions. Yes. The player are. rules need to count. Yep. The DM rules can bend.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: But that's like, okay, so there's a very good reason the DM rules need to bend, and that's because there are very specific types of players you will have in every game. To the point where I am going to tell them to you, and you're going to immediately think of a single person. I don't expect you to call them out on camera. But you will get the guy who fudges (laughs) the dice, the meta gamer, the guy who's got no idea what he's doing and is just trying to be funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You get the one guy who always rolls high for some reason. Yep. And just hits everything. <laughs> and it's just like... And the one guy who just keeps taking damage and somehow doesn't die.
1: I think I know exactly who that last person yeah. is. <laughs> and it's just...
0: And every now and then you'll get the one person in there who's played a bunch of times before and they're like a new in the group and their entire goal is just, de- uh, is just to derail the DM. Yeah pretty much they are just challenging your creativity yeah
1: and also like you can all and you can tell who has played before and have, like you can tell the difference between someone who has played before and someone who has played before and also dm'd before because i've once played with um a few people like a few of my friends and this was like when lockdown, second lockdown like midway through so we we're playing by zoom and he wrote this quest and we had to go and find a banshee a lot of stuff happened in between and like obviously like when I play I try to be funny but I'm not gonna purposely derail anything like if he wants us to go a certain way I'm gonna go that way like I'm not gonna be a dick and be like oh, I'm gonna venture further into the woods because I can but like um if, if I wanted to he wouldn't say anything about it but like because I've DM'd I know how much of a shit fight it is to bring it bring it, it all back, back in, Yeah, on like back
0: onto the rails so like Um, but yeah it's like trying to plug a hole in the boat with your finger
1: yeah pretty (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) but like um, (laughs) uh, but also like the people who um, I think we we were playing with somebody recently who was playing who didn't really know what he was doing but he was willing to just put it all out there and just and just like do really cool stuff and I encourage that kind of gameplay
0: yeah look if you've never played D&D before my suggestion is to create a character you can play not a character you think is cool yeah and then be that character yes it's slightly off-putting at the beginning everyone gets a little bit uncomfortable if you've never unless obviously i'm I'm not gonna lie if you're a group of fucking like art students or mm. fucking you know drama students and shit like that this is right up your alley that's like I, you just you just sort of sit in that position like you are that kind of person anyway. But yes. for most, I'd say most, if not yeah, it's going to be most hardcore nerds who are going to look into playing this game are probably introverted.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> like I, I may not come across as, as an introvert on camera, but I am. I fucking hate people. People <laughs> suck. But <laughs> so the idea of putting myself out there in an uncomfortable way. Around a group of people, even if I know them quite well, is yeah. off-putting. Yeah. But after a while, you sort of get used to it. You get like, like the last game we played, yeah. I real, I I decided to lean into my character. Yeah, I didn't have enough time to come up with a great voice. Like, like you you've got a character called Conrad Cottonwood. So uh yes, with a heavy Irish accent. I love that character
1: with a heavy Irish accent. It is
0: by far the best character we've ever played. So.
1: I always get confused. It's like I, He always I I want him to be Irish. It's like this, this. But you are. This is very, an Irish accent, isn't it? It depends on.
0: Yes. Yeah, it is. But yeah. it de- there's several Irish accents. Exactly. So <laughs> it's like I think it's the more south you go, you get more higher pitched. So, oh, so you get hello. you get the um the like the really just sort of you know. Yeah, but then you get like the Belfast, yeah, like, accent, which is like very deep. Threatening Irish villain kind of guy. Yeah, but so it really just depends on. It depends on. But also the other thing is uh, accents are a very dangerous game to play with a sensitive group of people. Yeah, because especially now going back to dming is that if you are influenced by movies and TV shows. Yeah. The issue with that is that we watched a lot of old school movies and TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Where the villains are almost always Russian,
1: <laughs> oh God, yeah,
0: so it's it it is and it isn't okay, yeah, you're playing to a stereotype because that's where we learned like all of our like storytelling and shit from, which is fine, like it's all good, yeah. but you're also like in today's day and age, yeah racially stereotyping an entire group of people as a villain yes. is not going to sit well with most people, and probably rightly so, to be fair. Yeah. Um. The issue then is, you know, my advice is to, you know... If you're not... Dot, dot them everywhere. Yes. The, the idea is... If you can... Yeah. Accent an entire group of people. Yes. Like, I don't... It's it's a hard it's a hard and dangerous game to walk down. It is. And I'm I'm treading the line even just talking about it. Yeah. Accent a race. Yeah. Which again, some people are gonna be like, rr, rr, you can't accent a race. The idea is that within the realms of D and D, most races are from a place. Yeah. So you're you're regional accenting a group of people rather than going, you know. Like if it's like, like for- all orcs are Russian. And yeah. like, yeah, like- but not all orcs are villains. No. It's just that we happen to have an orc who is a villain and has a Russian accent. Yes. I mean, I'm currently... And, like, in fairness, there are people like me, not very good at accents. <laughs> so just do a different voice and just be very fucking careful.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, also, if you're not comfortable... That's another thing, too. The more you play... D the more comfortable the more you comfortable you become
0: doing weird shit
1: doing weird shit and like i know a lot of people who specialize and again i always get people like when i i don't know about you but like every single time i've told people that i play D, they all assume that i sit at the table wearing a weird like wearing a cloak and a hat and shit sitting behind my dm by uh my dm screen yeah
0: that's not quite what D D is like that's i not, would do that if but i had I, a cool enough cloak
1: but like, just because I
0: do do that doesn't mean doesn't mean that's like what, <laughs> what it is. is. But, but um, also, it's like it, it's is also some t- <laughs> it is sometimes fun to have props. God, yeah, it is. It helps you have it helps you get into character. It sort of loosens people up around you, and yeah, like, you know the thing is right. And it's easy for us because obviously we do this shit. Yeah. But it's like if you are going to be the one who throws yourself wholeheartedly into it, other people then don't feel as uncomfortable getting into it.
1: Yes, I so feel like, like the DM really does control set the, the tone of the game. The DM sets the tone, and also it's your responsibility as a DM to kind of ask the players: Do you guys want to roleplay, or do you guys just want to like talk as yourselves and uh do all that kind of stuff? Most people, some people, most people starting out probably won't. No, they'll, kind of, they'll just. Do we the- were a little bit different because, well, like you kind of. Like like you kind of like dipped your toe in the water. You liked it, and so now you're really getting into it. Yeah, I've kind of had a background in. I've done acting. I've been on stage. Like I, I've been on stage. I've done plays. I did drama at school. So I've done a bit of acting. So D and D is kind of like a improv, like improvise, improviser, improvise- improv,
0: improvise. Improvisation. Improv- that was really fucking hard for yeah. both of us to get out there.
1: Improvisation exercise, which is also my downtime.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. It's like...
1: But also, when I'm Conrad Cottonfoot for a night, I don't have to worry about working the next day. Like, yeah. I'm that, I'm that character.
0: For Conrad that- doesn't have a job. He sold his pub. He did. Um, <laughs> he did. It's just Yeah, like, but it, it is shit like that. You are, as the DM, you are sort of, you know, you are setting the tone. Yes. So there are a bunch of rules that I like to follow, and I... I I know it seems a bit weird and overly excessive and official. I do like to give a little speech before we start yeah. each session with a new group of people, where I tell them like what it's going to be like to play, not like yes. the quest or anything, but like how I'm going to run it, what my rules are going to be like, what I expect, and what I want people to do. Like, like we we are we're talking about it. we are looking at maybe doing a recorded session oh yeah absolutely and uh like maybe even do like a full quest and stuff like we're, we're not sure i haven't actually spoken to any of the players about it yeah um because we haven't actually organized a get together to get the game but like yes. the thing for that is I, I before that off camera obviously whatever or off mic yeah i will explain to them it's like you know we're recording this one and that's good i want like if you can I'd like you to get really into it I'd like you to obviously not swear don't be racist all that shit. Yeah. The shit that I give at the beginning of every game is yeah. like just because you just because you think it's funny doesn't mean it is. No meta gaming. I will listen to an argument if you think you can do it but at the end of the day DM's DM is DM. They, DM. they, they are there to keep yeah, you know, balance and fairness. Yeah. Don't spend 10... If you are the kind of person who spends 10 minutes arguing with a DM, don't. Don't. It's just not fucking necessary. But also,
1: if you're playing Dungeons & Dragons to win, you're not playing the right game. Dungeons & Dragons... Look, It it is... We are very... It is a game. Yes.
0: But you are playing a story. You are not being competitive. Yes.
1: I know some people who play and they play to win... And don't get me wrong, like, it, 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 one, it defeats the purpose of it because, but also that takes away the creativity of it because a lot of people like to, you know, if there's a dragon in the room, yeah. People like to explore around it. It's like, can you befriend the dragon? Do you have to fight your way out of this conflict? You know, like, there are different ways to go about it other than just that's like, that's something that's an opponent. That's an opponent. I need to fight that and to kill that. I need the XP. Like, it's not that kind. So that's of game. the
0: thing, right? There, there are several sort of other like bits, and we're going to drag on a little bit, so we'll we'll wrap it up in a bit. Yeah, but there are things that like people. Until you've rolled for initiative, you're not in combat. Yes. So that's the thing. Like until you are in combat, you're not. You could explore your options. Yeah. Right. We've made mistakes in the past. Oh boy. Yes, where we we've <laughs> we've murdered NPCs for no reason. <laughs> Yes. it was funny <laughs> in yes. hindsight it was hilarious but like that's not the point <laughs> so like that the, that's the other thing like I like to explain to people it's like not every encounter is combat yeah try to only refer to other players as their character names it really does help get into story don't argue with the DM <laughs> don't be racist yeah I do like to pull the roll in the open guard it stops well, it doesn't stop, but it reduces a an amount of the fudging of the dice. Fudging of the dice. The issue with that becomes when people want to roll on D anD D Beyond ah. the app because it's on screen. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, having said that, I do have like five sets of dice, so <laughs> yeah, use my dice. Yeah. Um, the other one, obviously, is if you're playing on Zoom, you just go. So sort of take the word for it. But like fudging the dice kind of ruins the game a little bit, anyway.
1: Yeah. I feel like it if you're if you've if you're playing if you're DMing and if you're playing with other people that you've asked to DM and they're willing to play Dungeons and Dragons with you I feel like it's fair enough to assume that to. they aren't going to do it because one if they are willing to play this game with you I don't think they're going to ruin it for themselves and also you because if they cheat, it just makes your life harder and it makes their life... Like, there's also a comeuppance and all that kind of stuff. So
0: here's the thing. This is the last thing I'm going to say, right? The only time fudging of the dice is okay... Yeah. Right? Is if you are the DM. Yeah. And within reason, for new players, more specifically for new players than, like, veteran players, you just got to cop it. Um, And it is... Only under one very specific circumstance, and you probably would have experienced this before, and that is when you've selected a monster that is accidentally way too powerful for your players. I have done that many times (laughs) because you go, That looks cool, and then you like bookmark the page and you put it away, and then you come back and you've got like a level two guy, and you're like, You're gonna fight this. Pit fiend holy shit! Yep, and it's like got an armor class of twenty, and it's got one hundred and forty-seven thousand hit points. <laughs> yep, and you're looking at it, and you're like, you've got a armor class of twelve and mm. forty hit points, and believe- you're a sorcerer, <laughs> and you've got no healers on your team because you didn't bother to do a session zero. Yes, um, then you can fudge some dice. Yes, just enough to sort of save your players a little bit. Yeah, um. Or you cannot, and just kill your players. And teach, yeah. Teach them a valuable lesson. Oh god, about yeah. how short your life can be. Yes. Um, and don't fight Pitney. Don't fight Pit fiends. It's not necessary. Don't fight Pit
1: fiends unless you're like a level twenty. Twenty. Uh, <laughs> they Fuck. are that fucking hard. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Anything to add on the DMing part? Not
1: really. Um, other than if you are interested in DMing, I just recommend just. Have have a go. Just have fun. Don't try to overthink it. You know what's actually a really good reference? If you can find the episode of Community, the D like the first D D episode of Community, which I'm not gonna lie, is kind of what got me into it. Is it uh Advanced Dungeons and Dragons? Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. If you can find that episode, they it's not on Disney Plus, it's not on um It is any, on
0: Netflix at it, the moment.
1: It's on Netflix I recommend. It watching. might
0: actually be on Amazon Prime as well. Yes, just go go and have a look. I believe it is season two.
1: Season two, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. It's funny and it's actually
0: fact, eerily accurate. I'm gonna have a look, but I'm 90 percent sure it's season two, like episode five or something.
1: But like it's e- like it's eerily accurate to how it is actually played. Abed in the show is obviously, you know, weird. So he just kind of. Goes all out when he writes the quest, but the
0: quest that they are uh, um it's, it's season it is season two, it's episode fourteen. Season two, episode fourteen. And it, it is called Advanced Dungeons and Dragons,
1: and um, I'm pretty sure it's what's the name of the quest that they're doing? I can't. Uh, caverns of Draconis. The caverns of Draconis, which I think is actually a real it, quest. It is
0: an actual D and D quest for, but it's it's a um it's a like third second or third edition it's a very D&D. early it's an old it's an old
1: quest we have it like we have it
0: i do i do have a couple yeah of dragons,
1: um but it is a very old one we have a friend who was very nice to because he was he was a massive nerd in university and he just decided to give us well his Lord. wife was
0: going to throw out all of his old D stuff and we were like no, no! and now we have it <laughs> um which is great so having said that if you want to give D D a a go i highly recommend it yes. uh if you want to know anything more specific about uh dming uh games you can message any of us on our social media yes uh i am on instagram at real talk rice and i'm on twitter at review by lurch and if you
1: want to follow me on instagram and twitter i'm at jared underscore keto one
0: we are on twitter at real underscore Pop. We're on facebook and instagram at real talk underscore pop discussions we are on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash real talk plays yes yeah real talk plays yeah and we are <laughs> our website is realtalkpcd.com where you can find all our news and articles and there's a lovely letter saying like what our future plans are and thanking all the fans and all that stuff yeah um remember to like share and subscribe it does really help and we are slowly creeping up there we are um I think that's it. As always, guys, keep it real and stay sexy. Bye. Bye.
1: I really do like talking about Dungeons & Dragons. So do I. We don't do it enough. We don't. And I'm really, I'm actually really looking forward to the Dungeons & Dragons um, show. I think.